Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Writer's Advice Podcast. I am very excited for today's guest, but quickly, just a quick note from our sponsor, which is Booksprout. So Booksprout is your go-to service, online service for any writers out there who want to share their book as an advanced reader copy to gain reviews before it's out there. So we all know as writers how important reviews are or if you are a reader and you want to read someone's book before it's even out there and you want to be the first person to get about it, then you make sure that you use Booksprout. It's kind of like NetGalley, but I love Booksprout a little bit more. (laughs) I'm sorry, NetGalley, I love you, but the reason I love Booksprout is it's because it's more personal. So people who read your, your books, you have more control over it. You can chat to them about your creation and your beautiful works and get more feedback and also create a really great relationship with your readers through that way. And if you become a part of Booksprout or if you want to become a part of Booksprout as a reader, then I would recommend that you jump on there now. My next series is on there, um, Block and Delete, is book one of the Social Games trilogy and it is a young adult dystopian adventure. Literally, just think... The AI algorithm is a government. Your followship literally determines how far you will go in life and block and delete means death. It's a metaverse meets the matrix style book that um, I'm I'm loving sharing with my ARC team right now. So if you want to jump on there and get it before it comes out in July, which is very, very, very soon, um, you can follow me. Find my group, actually. Find my group on Facebook, it's different to the group that I have both of them in the show notes of this. It's different to the group that I have for the podcast. So you can join the Writer's Advice podcast group on Facebook, but you can also join Olivia's Fabulous Readers if you want to receive any of my ARC copies through the fabulous online invention that is Booksprout. That's enough for me. Let's get into this episode. Writer's Advice is a point of connection, a dose of inspiration, and an insight into the creative process of the babes behind the books. I'm your host, Olivia Hillier. Each week, I'll be interviewing authors from around the globe on their creative process and how they got to where they are today and what it's really like inside the industry of publishing. So listen in, take notes, and I hope you walk away inspired, ready to take on the next level of your writing wherever you are in your journey. Welcome back to the Writer's Advice Podcast, everyone. I am very excited because on today's podcast, we have Yara Reeves, who is hot on the release of her brand new book, Over This Backbone, which I'm like, I have goosebumps even like talking about it because I'm like, I was diving into this and I was reading each chapter and it's such a page turner, but at the same time, there's so much like the internal dialogue that is written in this hit me so hard in so many different ways that I kind of like needed to just like simmer like I just needed to stop and like think parts of this through like you don't want to go too quick at the same time and I'm just diving like dying to dive into so many of the aspects of it so firstly thank you so much for your incredible book oh my gosh thank you that is what an introduction (laughs) no I loved it I was like oh my gosh I need to recommend this to so many people because to be honest it's something quite different than what I've read and it's so like there's so many beautiful aspects to it that's raw and vulnerable that I think 
any Austra- any Australian female, particularly in the, like your late teens and early twenties, definitely needs to read. There's so many relatable things in there, but like a, even older, like hundred percent. I'm obsessed with it. But before I like keep going on about it, can you give us like a a quick um synopsis about it first before I can dive into some of the aspects? Yeah, absolutely. So the novel basically centers around um, the main protagonist, Peter, who is a 19 year old woman who has made this decision that she's going to walk the Australian Alps walking track, which is a 680 kilometre track that runs from Canberra in the ACT all the way through to Walhalla in Gippsland. Um, She's made this decision to do it um, following a number of things that um, kind of unraveled through the book, but um, largely she's been going through a really challenging relationship and um this is kind of her chance to prove that she can do things on her own again um yeah so she dives into this thing and this book is the result of that um and it kind of has two storylines running simultaneously yeah yeah that I I love both the aspects of that and just just I don't want to like say too much to give too much of the story away but it it's like an absolute journey like full coming of age and there's so many aspects to it um, that I will dive into first. But firstly, you've walked the Australian Alps track. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did exactly. Yeah. So I did the Alps track when I was 19 as well. Yeah. yeah wow. And you were, were you right? Like, where did writing come into this whole thing? Like, your background is just like absolute outdoor adventure incredible like lifestyle. I'm obsessed. But, <laughs> but like, you're also balancing this with the, incredible creativity were you writing while you were doing that and what was the initial decision for you to do that um I wasn't writing while I was walking I, I kept a journal but it was yeah. pathetic like it was really this is what I had to eat and this is how many kilometers I've walked but I have been a big writer and a big journaler and a huge reader since I was a kid so uh it wasn't out of my trajectory to to write about it I didn't and I actively didn't do the track in order to write about it. It was something that yeah. I really, really wanted to avoid. Um, and many people suggested I should write about it when they heard I was going to walk it. And I told them I absolutely would never be doing that. Thank you very much. And then <laughs> look at me here. <laughs> um, yeah. So my decision, yeah. Did you ask about my decision to walk the track? Like yeah, sorry, that it? was the first. I asked you two questions yeah. at once. So, yeah, that was the first. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, I chose to walk it for a number of reasons. I think largely I myself had been in a really challenging relationship um, and so was kind of struggling with similar things to Peter. Um, but I also just really, really love walking and I always have um, and love moving my body and I love travelling through the mountains and I've always hiked. So yeah. uh, I had a bit of time in between jobs and university degree. I love the mountains. It's home for me. So I thought this would be a great track to do. And it was one of those things that was like just within reach and I knew I could do it without dying or without terribly injuring myself but I knew that it would be a really big challenge too so it was kind of that perfect like mm-hmm. low state zone that I thought would work really well and um it was probably everything that I needed it to be and nothing that I expected it to be yeah I love that so much <laughs> and so after this and when was the decision of like not writing about it but also like moving into novel writing and then adding that aspect into it like mm. did that come after you'd finished the walk you're like okay maybe I actually will write about this <laughs> oh yeah like yep. this is seven years ago so I wrote a short story and um through 
through this short story, which I submitted to the Furphy um, oh, literary yep. award. Yep. So I was at the book launch for that and that through that book launch I actually made this contact with Ultimo Press and um, they're fantastic and I got in touch with Robert Watkins, who's my um, my publisher, and he basically kind of said, um, well, what are your ideas for novels? And I was like, oh, this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing. And I'd always really wanted to write fiction um, but just like hadn't really bothered. And <laughs> anyway... <laughs> eventually he's going yeah yeah great great sounds good and then I said and there's this one thing I did this thing when I was 19 and I've avoided writing about it because who wants to read a story about like another coming of age on the track kind of thing um and I kind of told him a few things that I was interested in writing in not in turning it into a novel and he was like that's it that's your story (laughs) so it was only 2021 mid-year 2021 was when I first had a conversation with him about it and before that I'd very reluctantly packed all my I packed all my journals away I hadn't thought about it and I wasn't planning on writing about it ever um but then yeah it kind of set the basis for the novel yeah okay this is amazing there's so now there's so many ideas that I want to like dive into for this because I feel like it's a different story to start off with because firstly it's your first novel but you're then already in contact with the publisher so your first thing is you've got a deadline straight away and this is not a short yeah. Like there's like there's a lot in this book. Like it's not a book that you ever like. Oh, you know when you like conflict through some, and it's like okay, that's every single word in this is so. I don't know if like intricate's the right word. It's so beautiful. Like the writing is really, really, really beautiful. And I tell me, what was the process of that? If you've talked to him in 2021, I feel like that's a. Did you get a deadline straight away? What was the what was the process of writing? Yeah. So I signed the contract with Ultimo in September 2021. And then we had we set a deadline for July 2022. Yeah. So like yeah. nine months or something. Um and yeah, so one thing that I guess I'd always um literature has always been for I love words and I love mm-hmm. the way that words work. And when you get a sentence that you just go, Oh my god, that is so good how could someone think of that and (laughs) what a weird construction of words and that's been really important to me so I guess when I went into writing this I thought I actually really don't care at all about what the story is and how it unfolds and whether it's gripping or that's great page turner awesome awesome but I really wanted to suck people in with the language as well and have it have it kind of spark interest as as it was unfolding um, so that was really important to me. So the, the process of writing was actually quite, quite funny because I think I've collected phrases and ideas and ways of describing things all of my life and I've kept them kind of churning around in my head. And so this novel was kind of like a coming together of all of those strange things that I had in my head. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I started writing it and I was still working full time in outdoor ed. So I had a, I actually hand wrote most of it. Um, Wow. In the field, which is quite funny because I, I was like kind of sitting in the mountains with students and so I'd wake up a bit early and write a bit of the book before they woke up and then when we got into camp after they'd had dinner I'd write a little bit of book in my tent or um, in the snow kitchen or whatever we wherever we were at the time. Um, and, yeah, it was actually not not a like really taxing process to write. I really loved writing it and it was 
kind of cathartic and it was fun and it I de- never felt stuck with it. Um, yeah. And I really, yeah, it was really fun to unravel this journey, Peter's journey. And, um, yeah, and then by the start of June, I actually had half a book written and it was due at the start of July. And so I had one month off and I just, all I did was I went running and I wrote and that was pretty much the entirety of June. And um, and it all kind of came together by July, which was great. I was so happy about that. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. And I, I really love how you said that you, you really focused on the language and just like letting the journey come together. So it wasn't like a, okay, this is going to be the plot and we're going to make it happen this way. It's like actually let the story tell itself essentially and and go from there. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, yeah, you've read it. And I, I think like one of the things that stands out to a lot of people is um, the way that the landscape is described within the within the book and that for me was really important because I've spent so long and so much of my life looking at places and trying to understand why they move us so much and what is it about them that shifts us and how do we put that into language and put it into words to express it so it was um that was kind of the most important bit for me and then the rest of it was just um was just a great story to write and something to unpack and then yeah I think that that was central for me, language and yeah. description. And then the rest was thankfully kind of came together to create a bit of a page turner. Yeah. It, and it creates such a beautiful description. I'm like literally just feeling nostalgic right now thinking of you handwriting in the mountains because that's, <laughs> that's, like, that's kind of how the feel that you get when you when you read it. So I'm just like, wow. And also I just love the whole image of Australia written like this in this language to the point I, I want like I want it overseas I want people to see Australia like like this you know what I mean I'm like it's it's really really beautiful and um I just love the two aspects of the story with that as well but one thing that I think is so beautiful and I want more stories written like this is the relationship part of Mm -hmm. it because it's so realistic I mean I don't want to speak for the whole world but it's like a a common like relationship um situation that you know I feel like a lot of young girls find themselves in and even like the internal thoughts of 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 the back and forth of this and I was uh, that's just what really kept me going through this because like it's almost like a beautiful heartbreak in in so many ways of this person like finding themselves and I I think that there is, I'll let you dive a little bit more into this, but I think (laughs) there's a lot of literature out there now and obviously it's escapism that's like quite like almost, how do I put it, like um, makes toxic relationships look good (laughs) or something like that. And and it's like like the forbidden, like um, those tropes are seen as a great thing to read. And I'm reading through this where I'm like, I don't want to say too much to give the story away, but I'm like, oh, (laughs) I'm so obvious. But yeah, how how was that process of writing? I think it's so beautiful and I I want more books like written more realistic like this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, it was a really interesting process to write to write that that relationship in and like obviously like obviously obviously I'm not going to write something that I haven't somewhat had experience yeah Yeah. (laughs) so I feel like like there's a lot of people once they read this can put their hand up and be like me too (laughs) absolutely yeah yeah. absolutely yeah Yeah. and it's that um I think that the, the thing that I really wanted to explore the most within the relationship between 
Ben and Peter is that idea of like the strength, that Mm. idea of strength, like young women feeling like the the way that they can prove that they actually are strong and independent is by putting up with with things that belittle them. And it actually does the reverse and it gives power to the person manipulating them or the person that's, um, that is actually powerful. And often, I mean, in Peter's situation, he's older, he's more experienced and has kind of this grip on people that, um, that she just is really drawn to. And, um, yeah, so it's like it kind of feeds back into his power that she she can't really, I don't know, she she feels like that the way that she can move through this is, is by just putting up with it because she's tough enough to deal with it. She can deal with anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's something that I think a lot of people have experienced as well, just like, well, I could be the one that changes them. I could yeah. be the one that makes a difference. <laughs> You're never going to be. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't really want to be once you're out of that. No. The big man child. Oh, I was literally about to say, when you said something there, I was literally about to say, Annie, he's older, but he's a child. Like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And but also, like, just relating that journey of, like, that independence and that strength whilst also the whole walking journey. And there's... um. I don't want to actually, because there's so much I want to talk to you about this. I'm trying to word it correctly, so I'm not giving up, not not giving away too many of this, much of the story. <laughs> but there's a part closer to the end where, you know, there's some reconsidering of of both sides, not just the relationship, but whether the walking mm. is something you need to like reassess as well, and where you're like the mentality of that. And oh, there's just there's just so much in it, and I, and I, it is definitely not a next coming of age story this is something that I think is a lot more vulnerable and realistic and so I really yeah really thank you for putting this out in the world oh I really appreciate that I actually found myself uh deep diving into a Facebook group the other day which is something nobody should ever ever do but it was based on the Australian Alps walking track and someone had like posted the link to the book and I was like oh cool so someone's posted and someone had written underneath it oh I hope this isn't just like another coming of age novel of like on the track and I just thought it was so funny because it was something that I was fighting so hard when I was writing it that I had to respond I just like wrote back like oh hope not (laughs) it's it's definitely not and like even the way it's not that whole it's not it's not the whole Disney you know what I mean style of things it's really raw and realistic and and very Australian and to be honest I haven't been on any of the Australian Alps walking track and I was like God, I'm dying to even just see a part of it. So I'm like, <laughs> I really wanted me to get me back out there. So I absolutely love that. But what is it for you now? You like when once this is out, like this is out there, um, you've created this book. Where does like creativity take you now? Because I, I would say that this is a general big part of your life, and how much even just the general outdoors ex- like inspires that part of you. I would say, mm. yeah, is yeah. It- um- yeah, what, where to from here? I think that's a great, I mean, it's a great question. Um, <laughs> like, are you going to write I'm again? Gonna... I'm like dying for not, I mean, I love this, but yes, is there something else in the works? Yeah. What's next? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I absolutely will write more. Um, I'm trying to do this thing. I've never been very good at it, that um, when I pour energy into something rather than as soon as it's finished going, okay, what's next? I need to be better. I need to do something more. I'm mm-hmm. trying to say, 
Okay, mm. let's just like sit in this one and lap it up a little bit. So I'm doing that. Absolutely. Bit, this but... has just come out. I shouldn't have asked that. Oh, no, no, no. I, it's a great, I'm really, because I'm already really excited about writing something else. And I really want to, um, someone asked me the other day did whether I thought that like the outdoors would be a big part of whatever I write next. And I, yeah. I was like, well, I actually just don't know anything else. Like this is my, that's my life and it's so much of, and, I, and also I, I can see it as a part of everybody's life and I love playing with the ways that that, um, that, that takes place. So mm. there will absolutely be more. I really want to delve um, into fiction a bit a bit deeper and, um, yeah, and I, I've got lots of ideas and lots of amazing characters and places and things that have happened throughout my life and to others within my life that I think would weave together into a really beautiful tapestry for another book. Mm. Um, so there are there are definitely more things in the works um, and I've been playing with ideas before. But my publisher actually said it's a good idea to um, start thinking about the next thing and get it down before this one comes out because either you get like, bad reviews and it puts it off puts you off or you get really good ones and you think that you'll never be able to live up to this ever again that's it thanks for that comment i was like i hope i get really mediocre (laughs) that's actually another thing too it's like once you're like especially i i would say this is obviously very very close to your heart having to walk that track first it's your first it's your first book and it's like out in the world it's like okay then once again, it's that pressure of like, okay, can we just sit in this or, you know, what is next? And then you do have the pressure of what's happened before come, come alongside Mm. that. So it's hard, but is that when you get your most ideas when you're out in nature and out and about it, you know? Yeah, I think so. And, and people too, people are endlessly fascinating and the way that we relate to one another. And I just, um, yeah, I'm always fascinated by the people in my life and I have so many beautiful friends and and like so many of the characters in this book in over this backbone are based on people really close to me and they're like I just loved storying them into characters and and also a lot of them have read this and gone oh is that like they can kind of they see themselves differently through this character that's been created based on them and I love doing that and I think that that would be something really cool to to do in the future too so yeah the outdoors is going to be a part of it I'm very torn between the ocean and the mountains always Ooh, yeah and so like choosing where to embed a book or a story is like um very challenging and that's probably step one and then things will be um will kind of emerge around that um yeah but yeah people and places they're the most important thing to me really you said something so beautiful then that I haven't actually heard anyone say before and it was, you know, put. I feel like we all do it as writers. My favourite quote is, if you become friends with a writer, you'll live forever because, you know, you're retold through stories and things like that. <laughs> and I, the way you explain that of like people seeing themselves through that character in different ways and I think that's just like the ultimate beauty of storytelling together. And, yeah, you're a re- you can tell how well you, you're really great with characters like they're real people like they're there with you when you're reading that book so I absolutely oh, love it thank, so you. thank you that's you've said all of the all the beautiful feedback you've just given me is everything I could ever hope to have achieved <laughs> through writing the book so thank you I was reading this and I'm like because and like I haven't actually read one of those 
coming of age <laughs> what people are saying in the, on the track books so I, and I was like di- diving into this and I am like oh my god this is it's so much more than on the track this is like deep life particularly at that time um for any Australian girl whether you're a walker or not if you've like if you're even not an outdoorsy person I think this is mm-hmm. just an absolute um beautiful read so thank you so much <laughs> where can we where can we find it where can everyone get in contact with you what's um yeah what's the best ways to get in contact with you and get this book um, now, can, yeah it's yeah. Out, it's in bookshops you can yep. get it in bookshops I, <laughs> you know, I actually have not been into a bookshop oh I've been into one bookshop since it's come out so I I assume there's people sending me photos of it everywhere it seems like, to so be this is the third of the third of May third of May it came out yeah, 3rd of May. So yep. it's percolated out now. I think you should be able to hunt it down. You can also buy it online at your favourite bookshop yep. or you can go through Ultimo Press, but um, support bookshops. It's a good yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Um, and local bookshops too, like independent. Yeah, get it. Um, <laughs> you, need and... you need to get out there. Beautiful. You need to go to small bookstores. <laughs> I know, I know. I've got to, I'm planning on it. I'm going to do the rounds. I'm going to sign some things. I'll, I promise it'll, it'll be. And also, if anyone ever wants to talk to me ever, I'm, yes. One thing I do very well, I'll just talk and talk. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, and also, uh, I'm on Instagram. Awesome. Um, my Instagram handle is the famous yar, which is, what something that my dad used to call me so oh, yeah. uh i'm not it wasn't like an early hark to uh, <laughs> <laughs> i promise <laughs> really. you need to keep so, it that now it's it's done I, I think i do um but yeah you can find me on that i'm on private but please just request i just have to filter my students out because i i can't have them on the socials. so oh um, yeah yep yeah so if you'd like to chat to me, please reach out. I'm I'm there and you know, you can go through Ultimo Press as well or um yeah, but I'm always I'm always love having conversations about the book and if it's touched you in some particular way, it's I love hearing about it. Yeah, absolutely. I will make sure that all those are in the show notes. And I have one final question that I ask everyone. Um what would be because a lot of our um listeners are writers or obviously readers, what would be your like number one advice for someone who, because I, I love your journey and how it's a little bit different as well and how you came, um, you know, starting with the publisher and putting that, that's a really great competition that you entered in the the short story competition as well. What would be your number one advice to someone who is currently writing something or maybe they have a story of their own to tell that wants to dive in, dive into their own, their own novel? What would be your advice for that? Mm, um. Yeah, I guess because I went about this in such a strange way, I feel like I kind of tripped over and fell into the publishing industry. But um, I think that if like reaching out to publishers is fantastic and mm-hmm. and people like Ultimo, Ultimo are, are doing amazing work and amazing work with debut authors too. So yeah. do some hunting and there's definitely publishers that do take unpublished manuscripts and also just book proposals as well. So like unwritten manuscripts. Um uh, yeah, it's worth checking out. And, and even if you're at the point where you're not, like you don't have a manuscript in front of you and uh, you don't even know whether you should write about something or not, I think that um, the one piece of advice that I can give and that I've said to many um, high school students that I've kind of worked with as well is that 
nobody has lived the story that you've lived and nobody has seen the world in the way that you've seen it. And you would be just so surprised at how fascinated others are by the way that you've seen something that they might have seen before. And I think that was something that when I realised that and I started writing about the things that were around me that I thought that everybody saw in a similar way, but I just did it with the take that I had um, and people really loved it. And I think that there's always, there's we need more voices always and forever. Mm. So never be afraid to tell it in the voice that you have and the, the eyes that you have as well. So and send it out there, get it, get it into the world and reach out. Enter story competitions. Turns out that works quite well. Um, <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> yeah. Any foot in the door is a foot in the door. So just, um, yeah, get in, get in contact with whoever you can and send it around and talk to the people. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. I can't, yeah. And honestly, everyone needs to get over this backbone head to your local independent if you can bookstore and grab it it's a a really great read thank you so much olivia thank you